What's up, Warriors fans? This is the We Believe Golden State Warriors Basketball Podcast of Sports Ethos presentation. Sam Orlick here. Warriors dropping a game yet again in Los Angeles. 121 to 113 was the final score. We've got a lot of interesting stories to get into, but first and foremost, as a follow-up from the last game against Phoenix, Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely. Um, This seems to be really a best-case scenario for all parties intended. Um, I mean, clearly at this point, Draymond Green needs to get some help. And so by suspending him indefinitely and, and kind of allowing the conditions to be open-ended in the sense that, um, you know, we're not going to say five games, 10 games, like we're not going to put a number on it. It's really up to Draymond to get the help that he needs and figure out what he needs um, and address the issues that are causing these outbursts um, before he's ready to return to play. Um, Steve Kerr and, and Mike Dunleavy Jr. have been interviewed recently talking about you know, this topic in more detail and, you know, what's Draymond's role moving forward and, you know, does he even have a place on this team? And, you know, I think, I think it all remains to be seen. It obviously depends on how the Warriors play without Draymond, where the Warriors end up in the standings over the next 15 or so games, where, um, really a large part of the season is going to be played at home and is really going to determine, you know, where the Warriors end up in the standings. But, Um, There does seem to be consensus in the sense that, you know, Draymond is a foundational and instrumental piece of this Warriors franchise um, as it relates to winning at the highest level. And so if you want to make a deep playoff run, you need Draymond Green. And so this is really about Draymond needs to get right so he can return to this team and and help them win games and and help them, you know, make that playoff run. Uh, Draymond Green obviously signed that four-year deal in the summer. He's just in year one of that four. Um, I don't think you turn around and trade him because I don't think you get end up getting equal value. <coughs> so this really just ends up being a situation of of wait and see and and. The silver lining to this is it enables you to now give everyone else on this roster an opportunity. Um, so that's kind of the segue that that's kind of the um, the preface to, you know, another road game in Los Angeles uh, against the Clippers. Paul George ruled out Draymond Green, like we just said, um, suspended indefinitely. Warriors throw out a starting lineup of Curry, Thompson, Kaminga, Pods and Looney. Um, Dubs get out to a quick 8-0 lead behind two Clay Thompson threes, but the Clippers quickly bounce back and take a 16-14 lead. Fouling becomes an issue early. Um, First quarter ends 28-29. The turnovers continue to be an issue for the Warriors, leading to Clippers, you know, easy buckets. Um, 28-29 quickly turns into 60-45 to Clippers with five minutes left in the second as turnovers continue to be an issue. Um, Warriors end the half down 13. Kawhi Leonard had 17 points. James Harden had 18 points and nine free throws. Warriors 
had nine free throws attempted at the half. Um, again, the issues for the Warriors this season, turnovers and fouling. Um, so not off to a good start in this uh, in this first half of this game against the Clippers. Um, enter the third quarter. Warriors are playing good D. They're connected. They start to cut into the deficit. CP3 hits a huge three to close out the third. Early in the fourth quarter, Warriors cut the lead to one. You get good good contributions from Moody, Saric, and Pods. Wiggins is playing hard hard off the bench, but he continues to struggle shooting. Um, meanwhile, Pods just continues to hit the boards relentlessly. Um, his rebound totals in the last six games, 8, 6, 5, 6, 11, and, um, and then tonight he ended up with 7. So um, really good contributions from him. And this game definitely had a different feel to it. Um, in the last few losses, Warriors had established dominance early, building double-digit leads only to give away those leads. In this case, Warriors uh, dug themselves a deficit and had to climb their way out, which they did. They cut it to a one-possession game in uh, late in the fourth, um, unable to secure a defensive rebound, and ended up falling again, as we said, the final score, 121 to 113. Um, interesting takeaways from the box score. Warriors actually had less turnovers than the Clippers, 11 to 13. Um... Unfortunately, though, it's not necessarily the quality, you know, it's not necessarily always the number of turnovers as it is the flow of the game. And like I mentioned kind of in the recap, it was really in that meat of the game second quarter stretch where the Warriors were turning it over that was leading to Clippers easy buckets that allowed them to build that lead. And so even though you only gave the ball away 11 times to the Clippers 13, those 11 turnovers led to easy buckets. It, it got the Clippers going offensively. It got them feeling good and confident. It got James Harden um, a season high for the Clippers. He finished with something like 29 and 14 and four blocks, which was just absurd. Um, James Harden not known as, as necessarily an elite defender, let alone a shot blocker. Um, and, and then even more concerning, you know, Warriors attempted 11 more shots than the Clippers. 40 for 92 on the night, 43%, but the Clippers 41 of 81, shooting 50% on the night. Warriors hit three more threes, 16 uh, for 45 versus the Clippers 13 of 32. Um, but it was the free throw, 17 out of 19 for the Warriors and 26 out of 30 for the Clippers. So, um... For the Clippers, you get, you know, an additional 11 free throw attempts, um, nine more free throws made, and that effectively was the difference in the final score. Rebounds, 49-49 even, um, eight steals to six steals, nine blocks to two blocks. So all in all, looking at the box score, team totals, you know, it was free throws attempted, um, Warriors shooting more shots, but less efficiently. And, um, <clears throat> most of the other stats kind of evened out looking at kind of the minutes distribution. You had Curry, you actually had pods lead the Warriors in minutes played 34 and a half Curry with 34 
Um, Thompson with 32, Chris Paul with 28, Kaminga started, Kaminga and Looney started, like we mentioned, but each of them played about 25 minutes. Uh, Wiggins played just a shade under 22. Moody played a shade under 16. Trace Jackson Davis got in there early in the second for five minutes. Sarich only played 17 minutes. So, um, just a very interesting, very interesting box score looking at the minutes, very spread out, but, um, lacking kind of overall effectiveness. I mean, the last game against Phoenix, you at least had the bench. You had like five or six guys scoring double figures tonight. It was Thompson leading the way with eight three-pointers, 30 points on the night, but he was a minus 12 in his minutes played. That's crazy. Team high 30 points. Um, actually a game high 30 points and you were minus 12 in those minutes played. Curry only had 17 on 5 of 17 shooting. Uh, Kaminga had 15 on 5 of 10 shooting. Kaminga played well, but he did um, he did struggle a little bit defensively. Uh, Kavon Looney, he was uh, 4 of 7 from the field, uh, plus minus 0, uh, so held his, held his own. Pods, again, was in the starting lineup, played that team high 34 and a half minutes, two of 11 from the field, shot, shots were not dropping for him, 0 for 3 from 3, but as he's been all season, 7 rebounds, 4 offensive, 2 assists, 3 steals, a block, um, just all over the place. So you'd love to see his shot fall a little bit more. He had some, some easy layups that were missed. Um, some missed contested layups, some missed open threes, uh, but you still love his overall energy and um, aggression while on the floor. Paul played 28 and a half minutes. He had 12, 12 points minus 11. Uh, Wiggins, 4 of 9 from the field, 0 for 4 from 3, 1 of 2 from the, from the foul line, 3 rebounds. He was minus 7. And you can see what what is going to be the challenge for Steve Kerr and it's and this coaching staff without Draymond, which is how do we put a winning lineup on the floor? It, it felt like the Warriors were just absolutely desperate to um, to get any type of of combination that could build some momentum, some consistency, um, executing on either end, and they were just unable to do so. Now, I do think it's worth mentioning that um, the Clippers probably project closest to the Warriors in terms of, like, they've got a bunch of older, established veteran players that are past their prime. So this was not necessarily the game for Kaminga to play 40 minutes, for pods to break out. Um, this was a game where Clay Thompson could be really effective, where you can play... Kavon Looney a bunch of minutes because they have traditional centers um, where you had Chris Paul defending James Harden and felt like he did pretty a pretty decent job keeping him in front. So this is going to be the challenge and reality for Steve Kerr and the coaching staff is adapting and adjusting game to game based on the matchups. And, you know, in, in the first night of the Draymond Green suspension where you felt like, okay, we're going to unleash Kaminga. Um, yeah, he only played 24 minutes, but he was effective. He did have some very nice plays. 
Um, he took it to Kawhi Leonard a few times. Again, 15 points was third most on the team and efficient 15 points at that. 5 of 10 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3, 3 of 3 from the line, uh, 5 rebounds, an assist, and a steal, and only one turnover. So I am very happy with Kaminga's um, overall line. I do feel like this is a good framework for him to build off of. I do feel like the starting lineup and the bench lineup um, <clears throat> did have some continuity there. But again, I, I do think that this was and will continue to be um, tinkering matchups based on, you know, who you're matched up against. So it'll just be interesting to track. So Warriors dropped to uh, 10 and 14, unfortunately. Um, the road trip comes to a close at 0 and 3. Now you've got Brooklyn on Saturday. Um, at Portland on Sunday, back-to-back. -back. Be interesting to see if anyone is rested. And then um, you've got a slew of games at home with one game on the road at Denver. You've got home against Boston, Washington, Portland, the road game against Denver, then you're home against Miami, Dallas, Orlando, Denver, Detroit, Toronto, New Orleans. Um you know, other than the Portland and Detroit games, you're looking at an, a lot of, and, and Washington, sorry, Washington, Detroit, and Portland, you know, you're, you are still looking at some very tough games. Boston, two games against Denver, um, Orlando, Dallas, New Orleans, um, even Toronto, they've got a lot of length. So, this is by no means going to be a cakewalk stretch of the season, but at the same time, you have to acknowledge that you've basically got um, 10 games at home. And so this is going to be the opportunity for the Warriors to right the ship in the win column. And whether you've got Draymond or not, um, it remains to be seen when he returns. Uh, GP2 was reevaluated and is making progress in his recovery, but does not have a firm date yet to return. So you've got who you've got, and you need to figure out ways to win. Um, and it's unfortunate that you got 30 points and eight threes from Clay Thompson on a night when Curry couldn't get it going, five of 17 and three of 13 from three. Um, so, you know, if, if, Thompson at 30 and Curry at 30, maybe the result would have been different. Um, but you've got to find ways to win on the road, at home, whatever it's going to take. And the Warriors are in this position now where they've got to kind of reestablish their identity. What's, what kind of team are they going to be? So this is going to be a very important stretch for this team. Again, um, you got to take it one game at a time. So the Warriors will look to bounce back on Saturday against the Brooklyn Nets at home, followed by a back-to-back -back on the road against Portland. And uh, we're just going to go one game at a time. And once again, this has been a We Believe in State Warriors basketball podcast. If you haven't already, please give me a follow over at Twitter. Subscribe right